0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, August 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Citrus greening detected in commercial orchards. Aid impasse enters new week. And key GMP lawmaker warns against revising farm bill. Here's a note. You can join AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt for a free educational webinar to discuss rural broadband challenges sponsored by the United Soybean Board and the American Soybean Association. This one-hour event is to be held this Thursday, August 13th. Two other webinars on trade and market development and U.S. infrastructure will be offered later this month. Learn more and register at www.agropulse.com. Look under our calendar of events for the link. Citrus greening is making inroads in commercial groves. Researchers have detected the first sample in a commercial grove of Asian citrus psyllid that tested positive for the bacteria that causes Huanglongbing. In its advisory, CDFA said while the detection is cause for serious concern, the disease has not been found at a commercial grove. The report came from a grove in the Woodcrest area of Riverside County. CDFA staff have been taking samples and conducting surveys across the perimeter of the site. Growers within a 250-meter radius are being encouraged to apply insecticide to stop the psyllid. CDFA has also quarantined the area to prevent the spread of the pest and of the disease. Farm groups urge USDA to extend CFAP deadline and ease rules. Farm groups are appealing to USDA to relax payment rules and extend the sign-up deadline for the coronavirus food assistance program. They cite the lagging pace of payments to farmers. In a letter sent to Agriculture Secretary Perdue on Friday, the American Farm Bureau Federation, Agriculture Retailers Association, Association of Equipment Manufacturers, and numerous commodity groups also said that USDA needs to increase its outreach to growers. Last week, USDA reported paying out $6.8 billion of the $16 billion budgeted for CFAP. The department started taking applications in May. USDA initially provided farmers with 80% of their eligible payments to make sure there would be enough money to go around. Officials have said recently that producers should be getting the remaining 20% that they are due. Top Republican. Writing a new farm bill would open Pandora's box. A senior Republican of the House Agriculture Committee says he's not sure the extra $20 billion negotiators are considering providing to USDA in the next aid package is enough to meet farmers' needs in 2021. But Pennsylvania Representative Glenn Thompson says it would be a mistake to reopen the farm bill next year to improve the safety net for producers. You open it up, you open Pandora's box, and I think we would probably wind up with much less support for farmers, Thompson said in an interview with AgriPulse. Given the liberal bent of the House Democrats, you'd see a vast expansion in burdensome, unnecessarily regulatory requirements you would certainly see a carte blanche expansion of food assistance programs, Thompson said. His two challengers for the top GOP spot on the Ag Committee, Arkansas Representative Rhett Crawford and Georgia Representative Austin Scott, have both said that the 2018 Farm Bill has proven inadequate and needs to be overhauled before 2023 when it is due to expire. Ag is left out of latest U.S.-Canada trade spat. Canada says it will retaliate against the new U.S. tariffs on aluminum, but the Canadians are not hitting back on U.S. ag and food products like they did the last time the U.S. taxed metal imports. The U.S. tariffs are scheduled to go into place August 16th. The Canadian government has published a list of potential targets for retaliation, which mostly includes aluminum and products made from aluminum, such as bicycles. Canada said its retaliatory tariffs, which are guided by USMCA agreements, will go into a place on September 16th. Executive orders add new twists to COVID-19 aid fight. Game of chicken between the White House and congressional Democrats goes on. As promised, President Donald Trump issued executive orders over the weekend aimed at, among other things, restoring lapsed jobless benefits, suspending payroll taxes, and stopping evictions. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer of New York on ABC's This Week blasted the orders as inadequate and of questionable worth, if legal. Nebraska Republican Senator Ben Sass called the order's, quote, unconstitutional slop. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said on CBS Face the Nation that negotiators are nowhere near a deal. He said, quote, I'm not optimistic that there will be a solution in the very near term. Emergency CRP haying and grazing tied to drought status. USDA's Farm Service Agency will start allowing emergency haying and grazing on Conservation Reserve program acres based on drought conditions. The rules changes will apply to producers who are located in a county designated as severe drought D2 or greater on or after the last day of the primary nesting season. Farmers and counties that were in D2 status any single week during the last eight weeks of the primary nesting season may also be eligible unless the FSA County Committee determines that forage conditions are no longer warranting emergency hang and grazing. At this point, producers in 500 counties are eligible for emergency hang and grazing on CRP acres. FSA's website updates a list of eligible counties weekly. Here's today's He Said It. The disparity between approved applications and the number of farm operations points toward the need for additional farmer and stakeholder engagement and a sign-up deadline extension. That farm group's appealing to USDA to extend the August 28 deadline for enrolling in the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. The group say only 24% of licensed farms nationwide have applied for CFAP. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.